Hi, my name is Dung Jikar, and welcome to The Works. And it's a, it's a subject that fascinates me uh, to no extent. And um, so tell me about this holistic um, services that you offer. Explain that to so that I understand a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I offer holistic recovery services. Um, so interventions for mental health and addiction, recovery coaching also for mental health and addiction, um, in conjunction to yoga and meditation. And, um, basically holistic recovery is, um, you know, helping the individual heal, um, on all the different levels, you know, so mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, because we are holistic beings, um, I feel that it's really important to identify all those different aspects of, of the person. Um, so that's in a nutshell, what, um, holistic my holistic recovery services and approach is. Nice. So what, what intrigues me is that it's the holistic part. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, you know, you see a lot of, I'm not a, an expert in this, but you see a lot of people where they have like, you know, a life coaching or a therapist or this. And what's the the holistic part of it? I so, think. yeah. So, um, so just to kind of, I guess, give you a little bit of, I'll, I'll backtrack a bit because I yeah. think it'll, it'll make a lot more sense to you um, once I give you kind of the, the whole story. Awesome. Um, so, so I've, I've been in recovery myself for, I'm coming up on eight years in September. Um, yeah. So for both, uh, both addiction and I suffered tremendously from depression and anxiety too. And, um, basically through my own recovery process, I became really passionate about, um, just the tools that I acquired and all along the way, like I, I became very passionate about my own recovery and, um, and then, you know, later on about helping others and, and really immersing and getting involved in the field myself, working in the field. But, um, as I began my process, um, I, I started to, you know, pick up, um, of course I did, I did the, you know, therapy and a lot of deep inner work and, um, personal development, but I also um, got really involved in um, in yoga and meditation and reading spiritual books and personal development and um, and I saw through my my own experience and and just my own personal transformation um, that I what what healed me and what helped me to recover was approaching my own process from a holistic standpoint. So, you know, we live in a society where there's so much, you know, um, there's a lot of mental work that we do and a lot of talking and thinking and processing. But um, I just, I saw how important the body is too and really creating a, the mind-body connection of, of those two. So, and just how much we, we are, you know, um, we are both, you know, we have the, the mental we have the physical and how they work together in order to, um, to heal. And so, um, so basically you're saying that, um, you need basically both aspects to be working kind of like 
in parallel or uniformly, like both mental and, and physical? For me, that was the key to change. Yeah, you can't, you can't do one without the other, you know. Um, and so they're both very, very important to identify. And in terms of um, just our, uh, you know, emotional experiences, um, trauma, all of that lands in, in the body too, you know. We store that in the body. So you can do all of the therapy and all of the talk, but, but there's also a lot that we just we store on a physical level. And so it's, it's really important to, to process that and to, to move through that. And, you know, especially with, with yoga and, and breath work and, and meditation, um, you know, there's, there's practices and ways to um, get into what's stored in, in the body, you know, those layers of tension and trauma and emotion and begin to release it, you know, through the breath, through movement, through stretching. Um, and I just found for myself that it was like the perfect recipe for, um, you know, for recovery was combining both body and mind practice. And, and that's where we get the, you know, the holistic um, approach. Nice. So my, my question in all this is what, at what point in time did you kind of make that connection to say, you know, this is, this is twofold. It's mindfulness and the whole the whole physical approach as well is there like something that kind of said you know this is what it this is what it's going to be for me because everybody's different like i mean like you said everybody has a different um approach so what at what point did you realize because i think a lot of people don't make that 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 connection that it's like you know mind the mind and the body mm-hmm. um so what kind of like put on that light bulb for you and said, wait a minute, this is two, two separate things, but need to work together. That's such a good question. You know, it's interesting because, um, because I started off. Um, so I, I went through my own recovery process along the way. Um, at the time I was, I was, um, you know, managing a yoga studio and through through that I ended up being in a in a place in an environment where there were teacher trainings and I was I think maybe eight years into my own personal yoga practice and I felt like I was finally at a place where I can I can take a teacher training myself. Um, so I went on to do that um, and I started to really focus specifically in on um, yoga and meditation and, and those practices for a long time. And then I discovered coaching and I saw how much of, um, how much of a, you know, a game changer that, that methodology is. And, um, so I focused that on that for some time and got really passionate about that. And then I was kind of playing with both, you know, um, I don't know if playing is the, the word, but I was, I was, I was quite immersed in that. And then I, and then I noticed how I was still kind of compartmentalizing the two, you know, I was coaching, I was teaching, I was keeping them separate. And then I took the time to kind of reflect and sit back on my own experience. And I saw how, you know, one doesn't go without the other. And for me as, as some, as a professional in this field, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in you have to practice what you preach, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, and be authentic in your own experience and, and, and your, and, you know, from, 
from that place, it's, it's really um, a position where you can be of, of maximum service to the people you're working with. Yeah. And, I, and I saw how for me to um, be the most authentic in, in my offerings and, and in the way I help, um, there's, there's no way that I can compartmentalize. So um, the, you know, the, the, the way that I healed was combining the two. And, um, and so I think for me, the light bulb moment was when I realized, you know, um, when I, when I had the thought, like, what did you, you know, like what worked for you best cat? And it was, um, combining the two and, um, you know, there's different ways that you can, what's interesting is like, there's different ways that one goes and gets help. Right. And there's different, there's different paths to, um, to enter in through. So it's interesting. Like there's a, there's some people that come in through, they want to work on their physical, you know, body. And so they come in through wanting, um, you know, yoga or they're, they come in through wanting meditation and then it leads to, um, to coaching or it leads to, I think I have a problem, um, you know. Yeah, it kind of op- opens up the gates, I kind of. Exactly. Right. So there's there's many different paths, and I think and I, and again from my own experience, I I saw that happen too. That you know one thing led to another, and so I think whatever gets you there, but um, and they all I think there's many paths that they all kind of they eventually lead down one path. So um, whatever resonates with you, um, and wherever there's an opening, I, I would say you know follow that and trust that, and it'll lead you to um, you know it'll lead you to the next thing. And I think it's important to meet the individual and meet the person where they're at, you know, in their own process. Um, That's that's probably the most, like, again, I'm not, I'm not in the field. So I'm just trying to put myself in, in your shoes. And I mean, I'm comparing it just to just, let's say doing the podcast or uh, meeting with, with my clients, right? Every, every person is different. Um, every way of communicating with them is different. Um, so the way you speak to one person is not exactly the way you're going to speak to someone else. Uh, so I could just picture myself in, in when trying to help someone that's going through something, it must be super complicated. So the approach must be like, you must tailor every, you have to tailor your approach to, every single person, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's it. It's like, it's, it's tailoring the approach, um, knowing, you know, who you're, who you're working with, who you're speaking with, finding a way that to, to meet them where they're at, you know, that's something that, um, we, we emphasize a lot, especially in the coaching approach is, um, is, you know, meeting the client where they're at, honoring their process. Um, but then also as, as a, as a practitioner, how can I be, um, authentic and, and, uh, you know, stay true to, to, to the way that, that I, you know, help others. Right. And so, um, that was something that I, that was something that I had to go through. Right. And, and identify that, you know, maybe not everybody's into yoga and meditation and kind of the spiritual aspects of, of healing and growth. That's okay. But that's a really big part of, of me and a very big part of the way that um, I help others. And 
I can't really push that aside, you know? So part of it is also just being clear and, and being true to who I am and my approach and knowing that there's, you know, especially in the world we live in today, there's an abundance of, of teachers and, mm-hmm. um, and coaches and supports out there. And so, you know, there's something for everyone. Yeah. And, um, and so you'll find the person that resonates, um, with you. And so that's, that's important both for the client and also for the coach and, and the, and the, you know, the, the, the wellness practitioner as well. Yeah. Is, and that's where there's a good match. So what would be, if I would ask you, what would be the, um, I guess your greatest tool, um, that you use for yourself on a daily basis, um, and at the same time, something you would recommend to people. Because I have one in mind for myself, which I do, I try to do as much as possible. But I'm just curious about your, your, what you turn to for yourself. Kind of. mm-hmm. That's another great question. So in, in conjunction to both um, yoga, breathwork and, and meditation, which um well with 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 yoga and breath work i try to do that on a daily basis meditation i i do on a daily basis basis so i have i have a morning routine and practice which which i do which i start my day with which is um super important it's super important <laughs> because how you how you start your day you know really it just it 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 sets the tone for the rest of the day um so i really value um you know taking my time making sure that I have that time for myself in the morning. Um, that was not my life before I got sober, you know, um, I was just, you know, my feet hit the ground and I was off to the races. And so <laughs> complete transformation, um, on so many levels, but especially with that morning routine. And I, so I w- I would say that's, that's a given, um, in conjunction to, to all of that, something, a practice and a tool that's been tremendously helpful for me. It's something that I, um, that I've started to share with my clients as well as the work of Byron Katie. Okay. And I don't know if you know her, no. her method, but it's extreme. It, it, to me, um, huge game changer in, in my own life. And it's basically a method to question distressing, distressing thoughts and beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so the, she has four questions, super simple. Is it true? Can you absolutely know that it's true? How do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And who would you be without that thought? Holy crap. <laughs> Only and, everybody would ask themselves that, that. That just made my mind go into like a billion places all at once. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. Super interesting. Um, what's amazing is like you can just stay in you know question one for like hours right just is it true you know and really take your time to work through the questions um but everything is available free on uh on the work.com um her stuff is just she's an amazing teacher she um my um my fiance and uh, sister-in-law introduced me to the work and um, it's just been such a game changer because ultimately it come, what it comes down to is thought and belief, you know? Yeah. And so if you can get to the root of that thought and belief and, and look at that, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot that could come, come out of it, you know, 
and just uh, being able to, she has the turnaround. So um, turning the thought around and looking at different, um, the opposites, right, of that thought and just being able to open your mind to an other perspective is, it's mm-hmm. it's very transform transformative and, and healing too. So, um, yeah. Yeah, my biggest thing is, is all about um, uh, perception. You know, the way we mm-hmm. perceive things and... Um, and I, I guess I kind of like, I read a lot of, like, again, back in the day, like I went through rough times and then I got introduced to meditation by a friend and that's how I started. I think I was like maybe 19, 20. So I was still young and like in denial and didn't know what, what, what to expect in certain situations. And then I got that thrown into kind of like let it go for a while. Then something else happened that kind of like put stress in my life, went back to it. And then I realized like, okay, well, this is, this is really good. And kind of like, um, uh, kind of like aligning my thoughts. And then after that, um, I got into like reading a bunch of books and, um, one of my favorite books was the power of the subconscious mind. Mm which is by, I think I have it right here. I think it's somewhere here. And uh, yeah, I read that book and it's like super interesting. It's by Joseph Murphy. Yeah, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Mm-hmm. And um, so my question to you is, do you think people nowadays overthink too much or not think enough or dissect their thoughts enough? I think the the answer to that question is both. Okay. <laughs> I think I think people overthink, and I think people um, don't dissect enough. Um, overthink in terms of believing, you know, the thoughts and stories that um, perhaps aren't even necessarily true, right? And back to your what you were saying in terms of perception, right? It's so interesting how the ego and the and the mind can can really um, perceive things in such a different way than what is actually real. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's that piece. And then, and then a big, and a big piece is the, is that I think a lot of people don't take the time to really, um, to really question. And, and like you said, dissect um, what's, what's really going on. And I think that's, you know, why we live in a world with so much addiction you know, mm-hmm. and people just reaching outside of themselves is that that's kind of the easier thing to do than to actually go in. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of work to do the inner work, as I'm sure you know, right? Yeah. And um, and so and so, you know, I can speak from my own experience. Um, the thoughts and the emotions and everything was just so overwhelming that it it appeared like picking up a drink or using was easier. You know, that's. the illusion which is so not true because it just made things so much harder and um, distorted my reality and my perception even more um but uh but absolutely you know we live in a world where i think um you know i think one of the silver linings right now is is the pause that we're being given is a beautiful opportunity to go in and, and and do some deep work and thinking um but we we live we've been living in such a fast-paced world where there isn't always the time to just slow down and pause, you know, yeah. and, um, 
And so that's, you know, one of the reasons in conjunction with, with this addiction um, is, is just the, the constant, which in it, which is an addiction in itself, right. It's just the constant go, go, go to the next, what's next. Um, And that, that takes away the opportunity of, of dissecting and going in and really spending time uh, with our minds and our thoughts. Yeah. So what have you been doing this whole quarantine period or fun times that we have? Have you, have you been working on yourself? Have you been working with people? Is it still going on? Is it, how did it Mm -hmm. affect your, your, your domain, I guess? Yeah, it's interesting. I just, I did a post on this yesterday because, um, you know, at the beginning of, um, of the beginning of this whole thing, I, I threw myself into work, you know, um, it's something that is familiar for me. It's something that I know. It's something that's comfortable. It's something that makes me feel good too. Right. Um, so I, I did that and, um, and then I just, about two weeks ago, I, I felt physically just like exhausted. And for me, when my body, when my body's telling me something, I, I, I've, I've come to a point in my life where I take it, I take it very seriously, you know, like when the body is, is tired, when it's aching, when it's, that's, that's a sign right there. Um, so I took most of last week, um, to really just recharge and, uh, to slow down. And it's been such a gift. Um, you know, I just, I took the time to take long walks, um, to really do a lot of my own personal practice, to read, to, to rest, to just, um, to eat well. Um, and it's been such, such a, an amazing gift, you know, um, not everybody's in that position and I completely understand and I get it and it's, and it's a really hard time. Um, however, I, you know, I'm, I was able to do that for myself and I, and it was just beautiful, you know, cause, cause it's as much as, um, as much as I do my best, right. To, to, to live an authentic life and to practice what I preach, I'm still human, you know, and, um, and I still have kind of my behaviors or those tendencies that I can revert back to one of which is, is, you know, overworking and being, you know, being somebody who, um, being an entrepreneur, right. Having my own business, it's easy to kind of overwork and being home right now, right. There's, there's less boundaries around work time and, and home life. And so, um, it was, it was interesting to just see myself go back and revert back into that. I think what's, what's happening right now is, is we're seeing all of our patterns very clearly, you know, everything's kind of coming up to the surface. Everything's very amplified. And so it was just interesting to see that happen, to notice it. Um, and, and to, to then be able to do something about it, you know, intervene at a time where, um, where I was able to just kind of put things slow down and, um, and again, move forward, um, and just pace myself a bit more. So yes, I'm still working with, with clients. I'm still, um, you know, I'm still doing what I can to, to be of, of support to those, um, that need it and that want it. Um, but with that being said, I'm being more conscious around, um, my own energy and my own output and, um, just pacing and, and going at a rate that's more sustainable, um, versus sprinting. Cause, uh, yeah. I think, 
I think we're in this for the long run. And, um, and I think it's all about just pacing and, and honoring where we're at each and every day. And just very similar to what they say, you know, especially in the 12 step programs, one day at a time, really taking that approach to, um, to right now more than ever. Yeah. I think that was the biggest, um, I think the biggest, uh, change is that, you know, I was working 12, 14, 15 hour days and it was like super long days. And, and then all this happened and I was like, Whoa, okay. Like I was still taking time for myself before, but it was just kind of like making my days even longer. Cause I have those super long days. And then when I get home, I need like those two or three or four hours just to kind of like bring everything really slow. And now that this happened, it's like, it, it makes you realize like I was going way too fast before. And mm-hmm. once you get stuck in that, that cycle, you don't, you don't realize it anymore. Cause it just, it becomes part of your, you know, almost like your, your morning routine well, it becomes your daily routine. Just like you wake up and go, go, go. Okay. Come back and continuous and it, it never stops. So I think it's a, I think it's a good thing. What it's not a good thing, but I mean, there's a lot of positivity that could come out of it, but you just have to use it wisely, yeah. I guess. That's it. I agree. It's, 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 uh, you know, very similar to mental health and addiction, right? Usually you have to hit a rock bottom before there's change, right? That can happen. Um, you know, we're, we're like that as humans. We have to kind of hit a place where we're suffering enough that that's the wake-up call to to something different. And I think what we're going through right now on a global level is is hitting a rock bottom, you know? Yeah. Um, but the beauty from, from that, and I could really speak from this from my own experience, is there's... Um, you know, the rock bottom and the surrender that happens um, when you can truly just let go and, and just trust life. Um, Beautiful things happen, you know, and a lot of opportunities um, begin to unfold. And, and, um, and I, I I do believe that, um, that there's a, a, a beautiful opportunity and gift that we have right now to, do things differently um, as a globe and um, and that good things will come. Yeah. Do you, so going back to that once, because um, something that always, it's always on my mind. Um, and it's a question that I, I've, I spoke to many people about this is like, you know, when you decide to change something and it's not necessarily just, let's say addiction, but it's also, you know, you want to change your lifestyle or do you, what do you believe or what do you think is the, the, the main catalyst that kind of like pushes someone to say, okay, this is what I'm going through right now. This is what I want to change. This is what I want to implement. That's uh, new or positive into my life. What do you think is that, that catalyst that, the push you made yeah that little push kind of like to say okay this is it now i'm changing whether it's my diet my 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 exercise routine or my addiction like you said or Mm -hmm. what do you think is that that little push that kind of gives people that well there has to be motivation right and so the motivation stems from from awareness 
And usually um, motivation, we often think of it as like a positive thing, but a lot of the time it's, it's, it's the motivation of acknowledging the unmanageability that it's causing, mm-hmm. you know, and um, causing yourself and the ones around you. And usually from that stems the willingness to, um, to do things differently. Um, but ultimately, and, and it's okay, like if, if, if the change comes from external at the beginning and then it ends up changing to more of an internal thing, that's fine too. Like a lot of people think it has to come from within, but hey, if, if your kids are your push or your partner is your push, um, take the push that life gives you, you know, and, and, and trust that. Um, but ultimately, you know, it, 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 I think it eventually does through the process come back to, um, a personal thing. And, um, but it, it, it stems from, from the, you know, there has to be enough motivation and enough willingness, um, to, um, to want to make a change to make that happen yeah exactly yeah interesting so what was the um what was the um what motivated you to say okay you know what i'm gonna start helping people now like what what made you uh decide that so that's interesting um i i always from from the beginning of of my recovery journey um i had always been um immersed in in the field in different capacities so um you know helping people uh, i've always known that i've wanted to help people i just didn't really know how per se um and so through my own experience there was that motivation um, but what really ended up happening, the biggest push for me was I, um, I was working, like I had mentioned, I was managing a yoga studio for years. Um, it was an amazing position because it, you know, I, I learned so much, much from it. And, um, and it also through, through being in that environment, I was able to then, uh, you know, do teacher trainings and, um, begin teaching yoga and meditation, Um, so that was amazing. Um, but you know, as the years went on and I was in that management role, I, I felt that I was starting to kind of stagnate a little bit, you know, and I knew I wanted change. I knew I wanted that there was something else out there for me, but I just, I was a little bit, um, I was comfortable. I was kind of just stuck in my routine, right? And uh, in my comfort zone. And I was I was good at my job and I knew it well and it was familiar and, um, you know, all the things, right? Um, the, the, uh, the security that comes with that and, and just I was very comfortable in the known. And so what ended up happening was um, there was a lot of restructure that happened um, at, the, um, at the organization. Um, the management position was no longer needed. So I was let go. And it was just interesting how, you know, the universe kind of does for you what you can't always do for yourself. And that's exactly what happened. Um, You know, so I really wanted to make the change, was fearful to do it, stayed, and then boom, that happened. And then all these doors started opening. You know, I really threw myself into – starting to help others and um you know a good friend of mine who i've known for many years has um 
has a recovery service agency and he started, you know, sending me on contracts and, and I just, it, it kind of gave me the, uh, the, it gave me the confidence and the motivation to really feel like I was on the right path, you know? Um, and just all these opportunities started opening up, you know, and that's what led me back to going and doing my cert- coaching certification and taking other trainings. It really gave me the push and the, and the motivation and the confidence to, um, to know that I was moving in the direction that I was meant to move towards. And, um, you know, and that's what propelled me to start my own business and, um, basically go from there. So, you know, sometimes you're lucky, you're able to make that change yourself. Um, and then sometimes you, you know, the universe does it for you. And in my case, that was what happened. And that's what I'm seeing also happening right now is, is, is again, the universe is doing for us what we can all, you know, maybe have done it for ourselves. And so that's why I'm a, I'm a firm believer in really trusting the process, trusting your own process. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's only, it's hard right now to, and especially when you're going through it to see it. But as I look back on my own experience, right. And I see, for example, right. Just having that management role, how much it's helped me in my own business in terms of, Mm -hmm. you know, um, on, on all the different levels from the marketing to the client outreach to the, um, all of the administrative work, you know, I see how much that's translated into now. And so, um, again, it's, you can only really do it retrospectively, but, but, uh, but I, I just saw the dots connecting in my own life and my own experience. And I see how I am where I am because of everything that's happened before. That's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing way of, of putting it. It's, uh, I think it's super inspiring for, for many people to hear this, um, and I think it's super important. I, sh- I strongly believe that we need more people like you out there. Um, uh, not only because of, I think it's just the world in general, the whole vibe of the world kind of needs kind of like that, that extra push of, of, um, I think it's just positive, positive. It's just positivity. And I think people need, uh, to reach out more and, I think people need to open up more to and kind of like put themselves like the way I look at it is like put yourself, make yourself vulnerable. You know what I mean? Make yourself like, I think the biggest problem in my, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but it's, it's the ego. The ego is kind of like the biggest challenge uh, for some people it works in a positive way. Some other people it works in a, in a negative way, but I think the ego kind of blocks too many, uh, too many doors or too many uh, lines of communication. So, absolutely, and you know, um, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I uh, it took me about it took me years before I was completely transparent about my my own um, recovery and um, you know my own life really. And, um, and I honored where I was at and I honored my own process with that. I think it's important. Um, but it's really when I, um, when I was completely transparent and I had the humility to, you know, to share and, and to open up, um, that that's when I began to be, I was able to open up to the world to, um, to really be able to help others and to feel 
um, the connection to others in a way that I had never felt before. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really through, you know, one disclosing one story to another and through sharing and disclosing and, um, and through that, the humility that happens of, of the ego sort of beginning to um, crumble that there's, there's, that's where the compassion comes in. That's where the empathy comes in and that's where the connection comes in. And it's through the connection um, that we heal and we help others, you know? I agree. It's, uh, yeah, it's intense. And I think that's one thing that, um, that through this podcast, like I, I enjoy doing is that it connects. Um, and like we were talking about before, um, well, one, you're a good speaker. You have a very amazing, uh, vision and a way of explaining things which i enjoy so yeah you should be putting it out there more just like for people to listen and i think that's the the main purpose of this this podcast is creating that connection and uh, just learning from people and and just riding the waves and see like what where it brings you and everybody has something to bring that's my thing everybody has a different view on things so yeah i think you should put that uh that, uh, idea we spoke about into action <laughs> i think i might yeah and uh you know i it's it's interesting when um when i hear like i always say this to my friends and stuff whenever i, I i'm told about a book or you know a movie or something and and it's and it and it's on it ends up landing on my path you know more than once i take mm-hmm. it as a sign like maybe that's something to go and explore yeah. and there's been a lot of talk of podcasts and um, and and this sort of you know conversation recently. So I'm taking it as maybe maybe this is an opportunity to um, to go and explore that and um, and, uh, and yeah, there's, see so, there's, there, so, right? there's so many of them out there that I listen to on on a daily basis. They have so many good shows, different people, different backgrounds, and they're just talking and like. You, you end up like listening to, let's say, a one hour or sometimes even two hours these episodes run for and you, you just get lost in them. And it's like, hmm. And you just start thinking and analyzing, hey, what about this? And they bring up books into the discussion and which book you should read and which mm-hmm. new study came out. And it's there's so much there's so much content out there nowadays which I'm <laughs> sorry, but I think 90% of it is garbage, but there's so much good content. And if people could be putting out uh, more valuable content, I always would push for that and say, yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. <laughs> it's important. For I sure. Think the, what do you think of social media? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. That's like- in, ter- in terms of like, um, how it affects people. Mm-hmm. I think it all depends on how you use it. Right. Um, so just like you were saying with podcasts, there's same with social media, like there's an abundance of, of people and things and, and information that's being passed around and tools and this and that. And so I think it's, it's about um, just being able to, um, to decipher like what's, what's helpful, what's, you know, supporting you, what's re- what's having a positive impact versus the stuff that 
um, that maybe not, and and just being paying attention to that, you know, to eat, to each their own, right? Um, but to to really pay attention to the content that you're taking in, um, to when you when you are on social media, like how how is it making you feel, like, mm-hmm. and again, paying attention on a, on a physical level, like as I'm scrolling, like how how is that making me feel, and and just being mindful about that. And, 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 um, you know, I, I think just like anything, there's, there's, there's good and there's, there's bad. And, um, and I think there's a lot of, um, positive things that have, that come out of social media, you know, in terms of, of keeping us connected right now, um, in, in terms of exchanging, um, resources and tools. And then there's also the aspect of, the social media of where it can lead people down the path of, of comparing, you know, and of, again, creating these stories, right? Like it, it, and this illusion that everything is okay. And that, um, you know, all is well when it, when it's in, in reality, it, it may not be. And so just to be mindful of, um, yeah, what you're taking in and how is it making you feel? And, um, and just to to know that it's 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 a post, it's a picture, and that it's not the full story. Exactly. If I would have to ask you, what what would be the, um, I guess your greatest uh, challenge in in terms of like an aspect in in your life or in somebody's life where we I think we need to start paying more attention because it's very challenging what would it be like is it um is it kind of like mindfulness is it motivation is it um um, trying to override the whole fear aspect of things because fear is very big in 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 the way we make decisions so what what do you think is the biggest challenge or slash aspect that we need to work on on ourselves like as humans it's a good question eh? <laughs> it's a really good question as you could see my mind well, is really deep <laughs> so it yeah like it's and it's interesting it really ties into the social media right of the i think the challenge right now um is the struggle and the the the, the fight of of comparison you know and um and which is can be easily done on social media right um comparing that person's there they're handling this better than i am they're doing this that and the other and and coming back to your inner process your journey um your truth right and so i think the big biggest challenge is not to get caught up in the external mm-hmm. you know um and to come back to yourself and come back to your own own process and go in. And so, and it's easy. It's so easy to get caught up in the comparison and the distraction and the external. And, um, and so I think the biggest challenge and the biggest um, growth right now is to really practice um, noticing when that's happening. So bringing a mindful mindfulness approach to your day-to-day so not just 
in your, in your, you know, um, formal practice of sitting, let's say for whatever, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you do, but really trying to bring the mindfulness into your day to day and every moment and to just notice when that's happening, when I'm going external, um, when I'm, you know, seeking out outside of myself, um, when I'm comparing, when I'm distracting, um, when I'm just going outward mm-hmm. and try your best as best as you can to go inward and in conjunction to that, do it in a way that's compassionate and inclined. So yeah, yeah, it's really easy for us to beat ourselves up, you know? Yeah. And so for me, what I'm practicing these days, a lot of is compassion, love and kindness and, um, and kindness in the, um, Kindness when I do, you know, make a mistake. Kindness when I do notice myself reverting back to old patterns or behaviors, you know. Is there room to bring compassion there? No, okay, this is what I'm doing and this is happening. And, um, you know, um, is that okay too? Yeah. We tend to categorize things as right or wrong, you know, black or white, yes or no. And I'm seeing more and more that, there is no black or white, you know, where there's, there's this gray and can we, you know, cultivate a little bit more compassion and kindness in, in the gray, which is in everything really. That's super interesting way of, uh, of putting it. Yeah, I totally agree. So if going back to, to that is if you would have to give yourself advice to a yourself 10 years ago, what would it be? from what you know today. <laughs> <laughs> what would I say? Just, uh, it's the same advice that I give myself um, now. And, and that's just, it's just, don't be so hard on yourself. Hmm, interesting. Don't be so hard on yourself, you know? I'm going to ask you why, because I'm hard. I'm very, I'm very, demanding of myself so that's why it's it's nice that you put that and i'm like hmm, but why <laughs> i'm gonna question mm-hmm. you i think well i think that there's there's uh, there's strength in that and that's the hardness on myself comes from a place of of being hardworking, of being very conscientious of being disciplined and motivated you know which are all positive things um but for me, sometimes it could get to a place where I'm like, I want to get it all done today, you know, and I put this pressure of, of just wanting to do it all today or getting to the finish line today. And it's like, there is no finish line and there is no rush and you'll get to those things. And, and, and can you, you know, not be so hard on yourself so you can enjoy the ride a little bit more, you know, and enjoy the moment a little bit more. And, um, and it's funny because my fiance says that to me all the time. He's like, cause he's also an entrepreneur and he says, you know, like that's one of the gifts of being an entrepreneur is that you have this flexibility and freedom, you know? And so take advantage of that, you know, enjoy, enjoy the ride, enjoy the process and, um, and you'll get there when you get there and, and maybe you won't either. And that's okay too. And so, um, so I'm kind of, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, um, yeah, enjoy enjoy the moments a little bit more, savor them, um, laugh more, you know, and um, bring a little bit more uh, joy and 
uh, lightness um, to my day to day life. Great. That's a that's a great answer. It's an in, inspiring answer for sure. Uh, for many people, especially through these uh, these crazy times. So if, if I would have to ask you, where do you see yourself in the future with your practice in 10 years? Um, you know, what are your goals, your objectives, or basically the main outcome or uh, message you want to give to people through your practice? The, the message that I want, I wholeheartedly believe that we have um, everything that we need um, to heal ourselves. Um, it's about just, um, getting in touch with the, with those tools and, um, you know, getting in touch with yourself to be able to, um, to allow that process to happen. But I do believe that, um, you know, if you have the willingness and you have the motivation and, um, you really want to make change, change is possible for anyone, um, regardless of what your circumstances are. Um, so I want to continue helping people. Um, I am deeply passionate about it and, um, it's something that, um, I definitely want to continue doing. So, um, my plans for the future are to definitely do that and, um, and hopefully be able to do, you know, more podcast conversations like this. Um, I do speaking events, so I'd love to do more of that. I'd love to be able to, um, to just spread, spread this, this, this message and, uh, you know, to help others, um, more across the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to write a book one day. Nice. Um, yeah. and, um, and, you know, I'd love to eventually be able to have some, an onsite, you know, center here in Montreal and, um, hopefully somewhere like, so, a place where people can go, um, you know, for, for a day or for a few hours, but then be able to have a location where, where people could go for more long-term, um, healing and support. Um, nice. so, um, yeah. Super cool. Super inspiring. Um, yeah. So thank you for, if, if, for this message and if people want to reach out to you, that they hear this and they want to get in contact with you, how could they do that? The best way for them to contact me is through my website. So www.kattelle.com. Um, and they can uh, find, you know, all my contact information and uh, get in touch and, and read more about um, what I do and what I offer. Perfect. That's awesome. So thank you for the, the inspiring conversation for me, uh, as well as hopefully for all the people that are going to listen. It was amazing. I really hope I could get you back on because it was so good. Um, so I hope we could do this again for sure in the future. And I'm looking forward to yours. <laughs> so now I'm going to push you until <laughs> you do it, till I see it. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Johnny. It was such a pleasure. And um, yeah, I would love to have more conversations with you. And, uh, and thank you for also giving me the motivation to, um, yeah, to maybe start my own podcast. Yep. You have a great message. And um, if I could uh, help you share it more, trust me, I will. <ank <Ashley> thank you so much. So thank you very much. Awesome. Bye. -bye. Bye.